0: Welcome to the Park Road podcast for December 30th, 2018. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks-Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Wrapped in Swaddling Clothes.
1: just like that it's over all the flurry of activity all the presents have been open at least here at church almost all signs of christmas are gone we did leave a bunch of poinsettias that still look halfway decent in the narthex for folks to take home if you want one put a couple of cubes of ice in them each day like we've done here at the church for the whole month of december And when you do, remember how miserable that was for us here at the church, doing that every day. (laughs) Our house is still a bit of a mess of leftover Christmas fun. And most of our decorations are still up, but only because we haven't made the time to take them down yet. The celebration is over, which is odd. Because the way Christmas works in the church, we're really just getting started. Today is the first Sunday of Christmas. All the stuff that we've been doing for the whole month of December, all the way up to our December 24th Christmas Eve service, has been in preparation for right now. Only now we packed everything up. Monty asked this morning, being our good um, Jewish representative of us doing things Christian correctly, why do we take everything down the Saturday after Christmas? And I said, because that's the way we've always done it. And he said, do they know that Christmas just got started? Well, I don't know, so Monty brought this out. So maybe next year we'll change things up. All of my Marys are back in my office and at home. And yesterday when people were scurrying all over the place to get things taken down and cleaned up and put away, someone did ask about the banners that lined the sidewalk that our needlers made. And I suggested that we definitely leave those up through Christmastide to remind us as we make our way to worship that the birth of Jesus is just the beginning of the celebration, not the end. And that as you leave to go to the back parking lot to get in your car, that those banners will stand as a reminder that as you go into the world this day, dear friends, Christmas isn't over, it's just beginning. Actually, this year, for my side of the family, we have not had our Christmas yet. My family of origin has had a tough year, a particularly rough december with loss and heartache and disappointment and pain and the only day that we could find that all 15 of us could be together is this coming friday so for the first time in 52 years i didn't do christmas with my family christmas morning and if i tell the truth i still have a couple things to buy and everything to wrap. And I'm finding that it's nice to still be doing Christmas. The busiest and bulkiest part of it is over. We're done with y'all, mainly. Making Christmas happen in the church will wear anybody out. And so now, it's like I get to focus more on intentionality and some sentimental gift giving this year and while i'm sad for the reasons that we're celebrating late this year i'm actually quite looking forward to friday night everyone is getting something repurposed from my mother's house and everyone is getting peppermint candy Werther's candy and wrigley's chewing gum because those were sweets that you could always find at my mother's house no one is getting some old sweater Not one person is getting a pair of earrings. Everyone is getting something meaningful and sentimental, and I can't wait. For me, this year, Christmas really is just getting started, which is really how it's supposed to be. So what about for you? Is it over? Or what would it be like if Christmas, the real Christmas, was just getting started? This passage from Colossians that we have today seems a perfect way to get started. Get up, get ready, get going. A new year is just around the corner and we're not even dressed yet. Or perhaps we're dressed in the wrong garments. After living through a whole year when perhaps we didn't accomplish all that we had planned. After living through a whole year when Perhaps we fail to achieve all that we'd hoped for. After living through a whole year, it's easy and even reasonable to be swaddled in blankets of disappointment, dressed in robes of regret, clothed in garments of guilt, wrapped in coats of coulda, woulda, shouldas, and covered in outfits of remorse. We had planned to be more productive. We had hoped to get more organized. We had thought that we would do more for others this past year. We had intended to get more sleep. We meant to read more and spend less time on our screens. We had anticipated making family and friends' time more of a priority. We had envisioned a better balance in our lives And we had projected more exercise and weight loss and overall being super fit and healthy. When in actuality, probably 2018 turned out to be a lot like many of the other years where you were pretty proud at the end of it to have simply survived it. And if that is your story, then that means that you have been clothed in the same old, same old jacket. I remember my mother tucking me into bed long after I was old enough to tuck myself in. Covers right up to my chin with a wish for a good night's sleep and a reminder to say my prayers. I remember when the nurse, the nurse after the labor and delivery nurse, showed us how to swaddle our baby boys. You fold the blanket just so, in a big triangle as I recall. You place the tiny baby in the middle of it. You wrap one side over the baby, tucking the excess tightly under the baby. You pull up the bottom point and tuck it alongside the baby really tight. You take the final fold around, across the baby, all around the baby's back and tuck the flap in at the top of the neck to keep it secure. It's a science akin to the wrapping of a burrito by a Moe's employee. (laughs) How do they get all of that in there? Well, that's the same way you swaddle a baby. Supposedly, swaddling a baby makes the baby feel safe and secure. It's reminiscent of the cramped quarters of the womb. Swaddling is supposed to soothe a fussy baby and help a baby sleep better. And adults are getting into swaddling these days with the newest and hottest gift of the season, weighted blankets. How many got one? Y'all are the most unhip group of people. Oh, I see one. Good. Okay. One, have you heard about these weighted blankets? My niece got one. It's awesome. These heavy blankets are thought to help with insomnia, ease anxiety, alleviate stress improve focus deepens sleep and promotes calm i read that on the internet (laughs) i remember spending the night at my grandmother's house the guest room had a high poster bed you had to crawl up in it you really needed a stool which she kept by the side of the bed to get up in this bed and she would she kept her house freezing cold, I would climb into the tall bed and she would begin piling on the heavy blankets, the heavy wool blankets, most of them handmade. And even though it was freezing cold, under my pile of handmade quilts, my body heat became trapped under the pressure of all those blankets. And with a wish for a good night's sleep and a reminder to say my prayers, my Polly would turn off the light, and I was asleep probably before she left the room. Wrapped in the swaddling clothes of love and care and quilted blankets, I can still feel the warmth of that kind of love. It was the exact same kind of love that I had for my babies when I swaddled them. And so, these words in Colossians... We are to be clothed in, might I suggest for this season of Christmastide, that we change the translation to read this way. As as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, swaddle yourselves in compassion. Swaddle yourselves in kindness. Swaddle yourselves in humility, meekness, and patience. And above all else, swaddle yourselves in love. If this isn't the feel-good text of the year, I don't know what is. Unless you find yourselves looking back at 2018 and considering all the times that you failed to show compassion, and all the times when kindness was not your way, and all the times when humility and meekness were not in your playbook, and all the times when you did not practice patience. What about all those times when love was not your language? So on this eve of New Year's Eve, we have a choice. We can beat ourselves up for all the ways we have not been clothed in these words of Scripture, or we can decide to swaddle ourselves in these words today and choose to live out of that sense of love and care and security in a brand new year. When I googled the benefits of today's fad of weighted blankets, remember the list I gave you. It helps with insomnia, anxiety, stress, focus, sleep, and calm. They're like magic. Swaddling ourselves in these words, compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and of course love, can have the same therapeutic effect. But as lovely as it all sounds, let us at least be honest enough to say it out loud, this ain't easy. But perhaps on this New Year's Eve Eve, we might consider that we have gathered here today to pack a suitcase for the new year, for the clothes that we will need. I don't know what kind of packer you are, but I'm likely to pack way more than I need for any trip. It's not uncommon for me to take four to five pairs of shoes for a two-day getaway. I mean, you don't want to be unprepared with the wrong shoes. I'm also likely to throw in an outfit for every kind of occasion, even when I know that the trip will call for nothing but jeans and a sweatshirt. I like to be prepared. You never can tell when somebody's going to say, let's go out to eat at that really nice restaurant. (laughs) Good packing takes intentionality. The The Norwegians say that there is no such thing as bad weather. There's just inappropriate clothing. Perhaps for this new year. We simply pack swaddling clothes of compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and love. We have no idea what we will be facing in the coming year. I can honestly tell you I hope that 2019 is way better than 2018 was for me. My mother died. Russ had an emergency appendectomy that weekend. I sprained my ankle at children's camp. I had a kidney stone for the first football game of the season when the Furman Band so clearly beat the Clemson Band. (laughs) I hope 2019 is better, but that's just a hope. I have very little control over what's coming at me in 2019. I only have control over my responses to what lies ahead. Will I face more grief? Where will I fall short? Who will say hurtful things to me? Will there be diagnoses that are difficult for me to bear? When will I want to pull my words back into my mouth, and when will I keep silent when I know in my gut I should have said something? What will happen to our country in an age of such division and unrest? And what are the global ramifications of the divisions that we have among us? And what about my worries for my children? Because apparently parental worry never goes away. I have little to no control over what comes my way. I have 100% responsibility For my response to what comes my way. So if I'm swaddled in compassion, my response to whatever comes will be more sympathetic. And if I'm wrapped tightly in kindness, my response will be more thoughtful. And if I'm clothed in humility, my response will be less pretentious. If I've packed meekness, my response will be more gentle. If I'm wearing patience, my response will be more tolerant. And if I am wrapped in the swaddling clothes of love, my response will be more like God. I'm not crazy about making New Year's resolutions. But someone gave me a new word yesterday that I like so much better. My New Year's intentions. I think we will have to be very intentional if we choose to live this passage for the New Year. So before you leave here today, swaddle yourselves in these words, compassion. Kindness, humility, meekness, patience, love. And if that feels too heavy for one time and one moment, pick one word and just wrap yourself in that one word for the whole year. Or take a word a week and recycle them around and around for the whole year. We can do this if we choose to do this. But the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. May it be so for you as well. Amen.
0: We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.